This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No, but for real, usually. I'm just like, Never? Yeah, never. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna... So when you're all like singing Adele, I'm like, this is so annoying. Girl, well, no wonder you didn't think it was funny. Well, it I also mean, just wasn't funny, but... <laughs> I got rave reviews. That was a... No, I was like, what are you doing? Talk of the town. Uh, okay, I think we should have to hit this button. And I don't hear that either, do you? Oh, wait. I need this one. Okay. You, you hear that? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Can you move that okay. mic? This one right here? Yeah. 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 Because, yeah, it's like in, in your face. What's going on? Welcome to... Uh, Kramer and Jess Uncensored. I'm not going to say what number it is because I don't even know. I don't care. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you're here. We're here together. Yes. Thankful that you're here. Um, In case you're new to our podcast, I'm Kramer. That's Jess. And we uh, host a radio show on Mix 106.5 in Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. Where it's rainy today. Mm -hmm. It makes me say, (laughs) Uh, if you are a radio listener, just know this ain't like the radio show, baby. No, no, it's, it's not. It's similar. We basically just fight a lot. Somebody gets their feelings hurt, and then that's it. Yeah, we go home. So we say a lot of cuss words, and <laughs> that's about it. Home. So, like, if you got little ears in the car, you may not. You may not. This is not be the here. time. Yeah, no kids allowed, please. Um, really quick, let me do some housekeeping stuff. If you don't mind voting for us for Podcast Magazine, for some reason people still like this in our Podcast Magazine. Uh, just text. The vote, text the word vote to my number 888 Kramer 8. Text the word vote to 888 Kramer 8. And thank you for voting, by the way. Really appreciate that. Keeping us so high on the podcasting charts. It makes us feel good because we're insecure people and <laughs> we have nothing without this lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are our only friends. Your only friends. And if we don't have your approval, then who are we, Jessica? That's the question. <sighs> It's kind of sad, but it's true. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Jess wasn't here last. We haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks because somebody. I got COVID. Somebody had to go out and get COVID. I got COVID. So selfish of you. Ugh. What's up? How you feeling? I'm cool. Yeah. Um, 100%? Um, low key. The only thing is still the breathing thing that kind of gets worse at night. I'm having a, I'm having trouble sleeping, just like falling asleep and getting comfortable. And my breathing gets all weird. So I have to use an, an inhaler. I've never had to use one of those before. I was like, why? What? Like, what is this? <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, what is this? I don't trust this, but it helps. So the shout out to inhalers. <laughs> I don't trust this. 
I'm realizing your trust issues are very deep. Oh yeah, they're with everything. And I, and I didn't realize that when we worked together over in, I, I mean, because we we associated with one another, but not as close as we are now. No, not even. Yeah, no. The IRS is like, we have a new tool on our website. You can check the step your stimulus checks out. So I'm like, yeah, right, sure, <laughs> sure. But it works. <laughs> so like, I don't trust anybody. And then I worked just like, oh my god, who who knew the thing they said was like going to work actually worked? Yeah. So where that come from? Why do you? Because Siris, uh-huh. a guy we used to work with named Siris. Very untrusting of everything. Like to me, he was the guy that was going to question everything. You just kind of went with the flow. I felt like, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. Now you're—is that new or has that always been a thing? Always been a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't trust nobody. Don't trust nothing. Don't trust expiration dates. Don't trust nobody. <laughs> like I'm like, if this expires on the 18th, I'm not eating this past the 15th. Like I don't trust. Oh, y'all. so you'll go early. I thought you were going to wait till later. Oh no no no. no. All right, that's cool. Um, thoughts about COVID? We didn't really. I mean, we've we've broken this down a million times on a different million different platforms and yeah. everything else is COVID is bad but now we can kind of be a little bit more, i'm gonna be a little more loose with you just like we, we homies hanging out like not, yeah no i'll tell you I, what's I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get rid of all the sympathy stuff because you you lived congrats yeah uh was it as bad as you thought it was gonna be was it as scary as like you thought COVID might be because we obviously everyone's like oh my god COVID. we spent the last year turned our lives upside down mm-hmm. everyone's like it's just the flu right is it just the flu no it's worse <laughs> yeah for real i felt Kind of dumb. I mean, you don't know what it's going to feel like until it hits you. And then we've mentioned this before because we're so separated and you're not around somebody. It's still like even if someone close to you gets it, they're still so far away. So you're yeah. like, oh, shit. You know, my aunt got COVID. Hopefully it's not Easter, be fine. by the way. Yeah, we don't cuss in this podcast. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, no. crap. OK, yeah. yeah. Okay. Jess gave up uh, cussing for Lent, by the way. It's been going. Did you throw it out the window to COVID make him take everything out the window? No, I feel like if you have COVID during Lent, you can get rid of your, your my, resolution. I'm, I'm whatever allowed it is. to cuss. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm trying not to as much. It's fine. We'll it's see. Fine. But you're like, oh, man, like my aunt got COVID. I hope she's OK. And then you just like, you know, keep going on with your life. So you don't think it's as bad. as be- You don't think it's as bad because, yes, you just think it's going to be like a severe cold. And it wasn't. And that freaked me out. Like, I didn't know that I was going to be having like diarrhea and I was going to be throwing up and I like couldn't open my eyes because I've never had a migraine like that before and that my breathing was going to be weird like that freaked me out when my chest felt heavy and I felt like I couldn't breathe and I just it freaked me out because my my body was just not doing okay like I didn't like it and also being that sick isolated from everybody whether you are living the same state as your family or you don't going through that and just having it be like me and garage boy like I didn't like that either because then I'm like sh- like crap if I get him sick I don't want him to feel like this well like, y'all have been in trouble mm-hmm. I mean you really I mean it was nice you had him there I, that's what I was thinking about like if I were to have gotten it because Jess and I were in the same studio uh-huh and I don't know, like, I don't know when you caught it. Like, you That's weren't, you weren't showing thing. symptoms, though. On fr- We were all tired, for yeah, sure. But yeah. you didn't have any of the symptoms, I would say, Friday night. Well, here's the thing. And this is why, like, you, I have no idea. I don't know if this was, like, the first symptom, maybe. Like, how are you supposed to know? On that Thursday, when we had a break and I went home real quick, yeah. I had, like, a really bad headache for some mm. reason. But I thought that was just, like, I was really nervous about the Radiothon. I was freaking out about it because it was such a big deal for us and it was going to be heavy. And we're dealing with a bunch of heavy stories. And sometimes, like, 
I get all like I, I didn't think that was out of norm for me to have a really bad headache, you know? Yeah. So I had that on Thursday and Did then, it go away? Um I think I think so, but also how do I know? Because once we got back into work mode, we're just like That's going, true. You're going, not, you're going, not going. About your headache anymore. No. Yeah. And then the next day, that day was, you know, from six AM to seven PM, so much adrenaline, all that kind of stuff. We're just exhausted, so I don't know. And I just pass out when I get home and then the, the that weekend I had a severe cold so I'm like oh it is it is allergy season like whatever and then Monday I felt like my body was falling apart and I'm right. like what the hell is going on yeah. you know she came in she looked like shit mm-hmm. I can say it I didn't give it up yeah. Um, you didn't look good no. but Jess and I have kind of battled this because we're still so new and every day is so important so like if I'm, unless I have COVID or if I'm dying mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in the studio mm-hmm. if I don't think I'm gonna get anybody sick I'm gonna be in the studio like because I've had allergy problems and I'm like is this allergies? You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna risk it. And I'm gonna show up, and mm. I appreciate you for doing that. But damn, that was scary. No, that <laughs> like, sucked. Because that was Jess, the thing too. Just rolls all... in here with COVID on Monday, and we're like, oh, exactly. We didn't, we didn't think it, right? No, we were like, there's no way this can't be COVID. And then she mm-hmm. tested positive, and we're like, huh? And nobody got it around me. It's weird. That's what I mean. Like you don't know where this is at. You don't know how you got it. So that's why it's like crap. And you don't know how your body is gonna react to it until you get it. So that's why it, it is a sad thing. Like people, it is very, very serious for a lot of people. And yeah. then some people you don't have symptoms and you have no way so of knowing. Strange. It was what was interesting about it too is my family got it like a couple months ago. And my dad and my sister, their symptoms and their reaction was way different than me and my mom. And All like different. my mom and I had more of the intense, like our symptoms were way more intense than like theirs were, you know? Yeah. So when I found so out, weird. I didn't expect it to be as weird as it was, but it it did. Surprised you didn't play it up more a little bit. I feel like if I get COVID, y'all, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a a a, 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 a four part Netflix series about it. Nah, I mean I did <laughs> I did a podcast just so I could tell everybody about my symptoms, so to no, answer any good. questions, you know. But no, I wasn't trying to be like day four no, COVID. I'll say text COVID to eight eight. No, then you're gonna, you're gonna find out the truth of who gave it to me. No, and we're coming after him. You know what's funny is I've had a lot of people, probably well not a lot, probably ten people I've known that have COVID. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every time I ask the same question, I say, where'd you get COVID from? Everybody usually has an idea of where it came from. You have no idea. But not only do you have no idea, you almost get borderline offensive. You I got, get you annoyed. Got like, you got like offended by that question. Yeah. Where did that come from? I don't like it because even before I got COVID, I felt like a lot of people have some kind of like a stick up their ass about feeling about feeling like they have a right to be mean to other people when it comes to covid and i understand that people don't have the same opinion to me i think like if you're uh, there's certain rules that we have to follow that are law like period we don't have a we don't have control over that but i don't think it's anyone's right to like be mean or point fingers at someone and i've seen that i've seen people do that to other people who get covid or like well i mean saw that coming like they could have you know it's like who like whatever like some people that i swear to god you deserve to have covid you don't deserve it but like obviously you got it because you're being fucking reckless you know what i mean you've everyone's got that one friend on instagram Mm -hmm. And you're like, how do you not have COVID? How is it possible? Like you're literally wilding out. And that's what surprised me with Jess, because I mean, I I see a pretty large 
glimpse of your life. I mean, yeah, we don't. Like, well, one, we don't have anything to do. And where else are you going to go? We don't have anybody <laughs> like, to do things You're not going with. anywhere. Yeah, I just, I just don't like when people are like, "Well, where did you get it?" But and like, tell me where. And like, because, because also, what the hell am I supposed to do? Well, some like, people can pinpoint it, right? And most people I ask yeah. had an answer. Yeah. They were able to say, "Oh, my coworker had it, uh-huh. and that's how I got it," or I whatever, 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 and that's how I got it. I think, just but be- you literally have no clue. No. And also, no I mean, idea. my boyfriend didn't get it, thank yeah. God. Like, he didn't have it. None of y'all got it, thank God. But I think because I've, I've also seen other people have it and the way that they got treated or, like, assumptions people made. I think that's another thing, too. Like, people will make assumptions like, well, what were you doing? Well, if you weren't out there wiling out, then you wouldn't have had it. And if someone's going to get you're sick, so responsible, though. That's the thing. Is like, I, I see Jess all the time. So, like, yours genuinely... I was curious on like where where could you have gotten it because I typically see not only do I see where you go I mean I, I know your day to day life but I know how careful you are but that's the thing it's so random yeah, I could have gotten sucks. it at at, at any store that's scary whatever to me. I was doing well that's that is the thing and I think that needs to be taken into account and people have to be like that's why you have to take it seriously is because whether you were out doing something or not like you can get it no matter where you are in the yeah. most random way that's what happens, why okay here's why i think you're so defensive go with me here what happens if you're having an affair and the guy that you're having an affair with had covid <laughs> i just don't like it i don't like it when people are Wouldn't mean to be- people and i had a friend who got covid and like her friend in california and her friends were like just not like then they didn't want to like associate with her because she got covid or you know uh, what i mean people yeah. will isolate people and i don't like that so that's why i think i get like defensive and protective about it because i feel like people if they do get covid they want to hide it or feel like they shouldn't talk about it and that's what i don't like well yes. that's what you gotta talk about yeah, man you know like, what i you mean share that experience because like it's just so to me it's still so scary it's like terrifying like oh my god covid mm-hmm. covid not me yeah so um yeah i'm just glad you're feeling better but i will say i'll, I'll vouch for jess i was straight up called her out if i was like mm-hmm because you were out wiling out that's why you got it but i mean i see what you do you're scared as i am so that's why i was like i was I, genuinely surprised mm-hmm. of all people in my life that it was you that was when i was like damn that sucks man because i know how careful you've been i got a question though when it comes to the isolation of things okay and i've I, I wondered this is about a lot of couples like did you and garage just not smash at all for like when i had covid for 14 days like when like, how i how long did y'all go before like um that's a long time probably the the 10 days, I think. You went 10? And then t- was it like, was it wild after 10 days? Because <laughs> I feel so like, man, stupid. I'm telling you, that 10th day, I feel like I would have gone wild. I you was know hella, what I mean? Yeah, I was or did you still sad. did you still feel like shit? Was it like, did you cry when you were having sex? <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> no, no. I'm just so sad over here. I just... No, I didn't cry. I feel so bad, but it doesn't matter. I need the D. It's been too long. <laughs> That's like one of my, would be my biggest fear about getting it in, in a relationship. You know, especially when he didn't get it, would be like number one, giving it to him. But then, how long can we go? And this is, I know it's, I'm, I'm making light of it, but like, that sucks. Yeah. Like, no sex, no nothing. You probably didn't feel like it though, did you? No. That's bad. Uh, let's talk about sex. For real? Yeah, let's talk about it. Is this what you need to talk about? No, mine's a little more serious though. And I feel like once we go serious, we can't go back. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we're going to go, that's masturbation music. Yeah, I, don't, my, I don't like that. Where's my sex music? What do we usually use for sex music? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, here it goes. I did not. I, I, I'm a very physical person. Yeah. I hated not even being able to like be hugged or nothing. Nothing. That made me 
freaking depressed. Did your mom hold you a lot as a baby? Um, I bet that's where it comes from. He's like, I just want to be held. Is that like low baby key. shit? You that's know? a low key thing. Yeah. My mom, our relationship, yeah, meh. Later on in life, I feel. Jess feels like she is cheated. I'm cheated. A little bit in the sexual game. Yeah. Explain. I hate taking birth control. It makes me crazy. Now, let me just go on my rant here. And this is where this comes from. I'm on TikTok, minding my own business. And then I see a video of this girl. And her video says, um, I guess, you know, I know that there were talks of them making birth control for guys, right? Yeah. I think it's still in progress right now. It's in progress, but the reason why it's taking forever is because apparently there's too many side effects for your little penis and they don't want to hurt your body and stuff, right? So that's what her video is about. And then she takes out the little paper that's in all of our birth control boxes and opens it up. This thing is like a huge ass square of all of the side effects that happen to you. And so I see this video and it makes me angry and I just start thinking about like... It's the way that if that it affects your body, the way that it affects your mood. And then also I feel like guys are so if like someone has an accident or whatever and a guy is so quick to be like, well, just go get a plan B. And it's like, oh, really? Yeah. Let me just go. (laughs) Yeah, I I will go get a plan B. Tell me that wasn't perfect. And then you know what? Then I'll feel psychotic for a week and a half later. And then I'll deal with the insane cramps and how much it affects my period after the fact. And then I'll deal with the nausea and the mood swings. And it's not on top of the birth control I'm already taking. Let me put another pill in my body and see what happens to me. And then you wonder why we're pissed. Because your pullout game is weak. (laughs) Do you trust pullout though? No. Because there's, there's... Free stuff that comes yeah, out. I don't trust. They say, Google, first off, let me start this conversation by saying, please don't ever take any birth control advice from TikTok. Dear God, please do. <laughs> <laughs> or a podcast in that sake. I don't want anyone's birth control views to change by the end of this podcast. No, no, no. Because no. we are simply... not the right people to be having this conversation. No, I'm just complaining because I'm pissed. Jess thinks it should be a man's responsibility to uh, control birth. There needs to be, like, uh, in addition to condoms, too, like, there needs to be, like, why can't there, why can't y'all be on a pill, too? Why can't there be a freaking plan C for the, why can't there be a plan D that you take <laughs> when D. you when yeah. you mess up. Well, I mean, you don't want to have a baby or you don't want to take birth control, then give birth. <laughs> give birth. Go ahead. Okay, fine. Have a child. Cool. Bring a child into this world and tell me that's worse than taking a pill. For sure. I'm so sad. I got to take a pill once a day and so, I get kind of moody. Uh, are you, are you going to step up then? Are you going to step up and deal with that? Oh, wait. You don't have to be pregnant for nine months. Hey. Oh, wait. Your vajay day hey. isn't messed up after having a baby. Oh, wait. You can't jump up and down anymore because you automatically let pee fall out because that's what happens to you after you give birth to babies. Oh, wait a second. Tell me that's not fire. It's so good. It's so I think good. we're the first radio show to use that. And if we are, I'm really proud of myself, by the it's way. So good. That's fire. That's a TikTok trend, by the way. And we're honestly a little late on it because Jess had COVID. But um, I did it before this, so I was early. You late. But that's fire. No, listen, I here's my thing on, on birth control is, you know me, I'm super scared of everything. Uh-huh. You want to know my birth control method? Honestly, do you want to know what I do? Sure. I'm going to tell, tell you the truth on this. I'm so paranoid 
of getting pregnant. Do you use two condoms? No. That's by the way, don't do that. That's not good. Oh. because uh, the friction rubs against one another and they actually they oh. break. So don't do that. <laughs> don't take any birth control advice <laughs> in this podcast. Please. <laughs> I feel like we're going to cause a baby to be born because of this stupid podcast. No, we're just asking questions and complaining. That's all. Yeah. No. Uh, she has to be on some type of birth control. Uh-huh. And for a while, I'm still going to use a condom and I'm still going to pull out. Yeah. It's it's the trifecta, baby. There ain't no birth coming from this guy right here. Well, yeah, yeah. No, that's good that you're safe. I just, I just wish that there was a pill for guys, too. That's all. Like, I just wish it was fair. Like, if, if you're going to make a decision to have sex and, like, obviously, if you got to be safe if that if you're not ready to be parents or whatever. And of course, sometimes things happen, whatever. I just want there to also be pills for men to take as well. And I want there to be a plan D for guys to take as well and not just always be on the girl. I think it just sucks. Okay, okay. I'm, I, and I do think, in, in all, with all jokes aside, I, wait, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how effective the pullout method is. Um, it can't, it cannot be that effective. Like, pullout method, okay, so in real life, about 22 out of 100 people who use withdrawal get pregnant every year. So about one <laughs> in five people. That's so a lot don't. of people. That's a lot of people. But guys are more comfortable doing that because the girl is supposed to be on the pill, right? Exactly. Okay. I have my music ready. That's fine. Um, I, I do think, I do think, in, in all female defense, I do think the birth control pill was a little misogynistic. Mm-hmm. I think the idea that the woman should, I, I think it was probably a man's idea. Because we don't have to deal with it. That's exactly. y'all's problem. That's exactly. y'all's ovaries, not mine. I And I don't know the history of birth control. Again, don't change anything you're thinking because of this podcast. <laughs> um, I'd have to assume, though, it was. Because, like, why wouldn't there be a man one? Now, with that said, do you really want to trust a man to control birth? That's the issue. It's not a matter of trust. You just need to take on the responsibility and do it. I, I'm asking the question. Yeah, you really want to... Uh, I man- want to give that responsibility because it should be equally both of our responsibility. I'm tired of there being excuses like, well, we'll just forget. Well, don't. Then don't forget. Then grow the fuck up and be responsible. <laughs> that beat is fire, too, isn't it? Because hey. we riled up every time. Do you know what it's from? It has to be what reality show? It's Bad Girls Club. Oh, that's Remember so Bad good. Girls Club? I don't think it's still in the air, but that's from the Bad Girls Club. And if you don't know what this uh, trend on TikTok is, basically that sound is like the all-time best reality TV sound that they play when someone is like upset yeah. on some crazy trashy show so and what talking you do, drama. You come in and you're like, oh, you da 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 and then you drop your truth. And you're like, well, maybe that's why you should just be better. Yeah. <laughs> just be better. Just, I don't know. Just try. be better. Maybe just try. I don't tr- I don't trust men to take birth control. I think women, you are doing yourself. Now, I think the only option that you've got, which I would feel safe with, is have a man get a vasectomy. Now, I realize that's a big commitment because that's not like you're taking a pill till you don't want to give and then you gotta like, but no but that's happening like after the, the vasectomy comes in after y'all married like i'm talking about like so when people are dating and like having sex and it, stuff it terrifies like that. me it's the war it's the scariest feeling in the world now do i overdo it probably but your boy ain't trying to catch a case you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's 18 long years you gotta worry about that kind of stuff I ain't, I ain't worried about it. So I, yeah, I am overly cautious. I, I'm just going to put this out there. And I've got friends that, and I get it. Like, it fucks with you, man. Like, birth control is hard on your body. Hard on your body. No On doubt. your mood. Um, but 
I just don't think you're ready for a man to have the responsibility to make sure that you're not giving birth. No, we're not ready. It's just not put on you, and that's what we have to deal with. That's the thing. Okay, that's so how the standard about that's been made. Y'all just get an excuse every time. Well, you just can't trust us. Well, then why don't you just be better? If Garage Boy, and let's say there's a man birth control and a female birth control. That man's taking it. Why? He going to, if I have to take it, you have to take it. So, so you're both going to take it? Absolutely. Petty, but okay. No, it's fair. It's called fair. So you would both. You're it's like, called equality. <laughs> Heard I mean, of it? Truly, think about that. That's a good question, though. If there was equal, it, let's let's just say this. Why can't we be? Extra let's just terrible? say. Let's just say birth control is birth control. Exactly. Okay? Birth control. We go to Target. La, yeah, la, la, pick, la, it up, pick it up. Boom. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to take it. Mm-hmm. Who's taking it? Him. Why? Because I'm the one that has to carry the baby. So maybe, yeah. You can take the pill for a little bit if my body has to go through who knows what for nine months and then on top of dealing with all the crap that happens to my body after giving birth to a baby. I'm if I got a breastfeed, my boob's gonna get all freaking messed up. Yeah, homie, you can take some freaking birth control for a while. On a one to 10 scale, Jessica, how, 10 being the most, how responsible is Garage Boy just in general in life? A responsible human being. One to 10. Eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this music's so good. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm gonna put this out here right now. What? If man birth control ever comes around, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it will, we're in the in the very near near future of it, I would say. You're gonna get pregnant. No. You're gonna get pregnant. No, both of us are taking it. There's no way. I'm not going to screw that process up. I trust a woman a thousand times more than I trust any man on this planet and that's to fine. get things done. That's fine. And not- if you skip a couple days, whatever, but your ass better be taking it still. Well, what happens if this? So, so what happens? Go back. So go to my life now. Okay. Go to the single version of this. Let's say you're, you're, you're messing around with a guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the pill. I'm on, we're good. We're no, good. No, no. You still, I'm still using a condom. Yeah. Cause you can't, I mean, that, that's not going to protect nothing. I think as a woman, and I'm, I'm kind of playing devil's advocate because I do think it sucks. You don't want no strange man. Even he's like, here's my birth control results. I mean, not birth control, my uh, STD results. Mm-hmm. I still don't think you want no stranger being in charge of, are you getting pregnant tonight or not? I don't care. I just want everybody taking it. So it's fair. <laughs> I'm tired of it being Jess, on me. Jess, that's why we got a COVID vaccine. <laughs> we need a birth control vaccine. I want everybody vaccinated. 95% like, chance. You know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden, all of a sudden now, you know, it's like, yeah. I know we could do, I know we could do this for everybody. Yeah. Y'all just being lazy. I, if it ever becomes an option, I don't think two people should have to take it. I think that's a, a smidge ridiculous. But oh, it's fine. you do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do? It's funny. Of course you do. Of course you do. That's fine. I'll remember that when I'm in one of my fucking mood swings from the birth control that I have to put inside Honestly, my body. I think your mood's been better than ever post-COVID. I think COVID got rid of your attitude. Oh my <laughs> God. Turn on the fucking music right now. <laughs> I'm so sick of you. You got my, you thought my attitude got I think, better I think, since I, I think COVID. COVID killed your attitude is what it killed. That's what you worried about. No, I had a break from you so I didn't have to deal with your crazy ass and your crazy ass stories that give me anxiety and stress me out. So yeah, I am in a better mood. That's why. <laughs> All right. Can we get serious now? <laughs> 
So, on a serious note. Yeah. Um, Anything else about birth control? We're good. No, we're fine. Okay. Just be safe. Okay, bye. Okay. Don't, dear God, <laughs> do not use this podcast as any reference of what you should do to, to No, no, don't control take birth. anything. No, this is just don't, me personally. Don't, don't. And for those that can do a pullout game and like get it right. No. Don't. I mean, that's what y'all. So that's good for you. I don't you. want anything good to do you. with that. No, nothing to do with that game. Uh-uh. Good for you, 22 people out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or it's more like, sorry for those 22 that didn't quite, didn't quite get it right. Didn't quite get it right. No. Okay, I want to get serious here for a second because I started talking about this on my podcast and I didn't want to... I feel like this podcast knows more of the story, so I was going to save it more for this one. But I got hella emotional two weeks ago. And Where were you, Jess? Oh, you're having COVID. Oh, my God. Didn't have time to be there for you as a friend I'm over here being... <laughs> yeah, sorry. I had diarrhea and throwing <laughs> up at the same time. I'm sorry. So selfish. I want COVID so people give me attention. Oh, my God. Don't say don't that. Say that. That's it. bad. Know, you know I'll get it. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding, by the way. But yeah, anything that I say about COVID, I know it's super serious and I take it very seriously. But let's have some fun with it. Just for for... 40 minutes out of your day. Let's have fun with them and go back to being scary, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I had a very... I'm going to try to not get emotional, but I can't promise. This fucked me up for days, man. You can just be crying. Just cry. Why, why you got to hold it? I just don't know. I, I don't have time to be sad today. You know, why? you, you got to like, schedule time to be sad. No, see, that's your problem. This is why you're messed up. You just like let it out when it needs to be let out. But mine don't stop. It don't stop for like days at a time. So anyway... Um, if you listen to my podcast called Certified Mama's Boy, which you should, um, we I, I told a story a couple of weeks ago. I went to get my driver's license, and to get your driver's license, you have to have a passport, right? Mm-hmm. Corvette, Corvette. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'll stop it. I'm listening. Okay. okay. I don't know if we can get serious on this one. I feel no, like, I feel like we're, we've been goofing around too much. No, it's okay. No, I, I need some. I need some serious advice with this because I know I know what y'all are gonna say, but I need you to hear me out. Okay, <laughs> I already know the answer, but I need you to really, truly, because I didn't expect this to fuck me up as much as it did. If I mean, for, for like three days, I was depressed. Okay, for a lot of different reasons, but like there's one that's like really just nagging at my heart. Okay, mm-hmm. so had to get my passport. Right, where's my passport? It's in my backpack that I always use when I travel. Well, the last time that I traveled was coming over to Maryland uh-huh. from San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. I realize now in hindsight that I, I compartmentalized a lot of my moving. What do you mean? Like the emotion that came with it. I really, because I didn't have time. I didn't have time to think about if it was going to be sad, how it was going to make me feel, sadness of leaving friends, sadness yeah. of selling my house. It was, you a he- know? it was a hectic time. I, I just had basically had to like, we had like three weeks to like get our lives together and go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We had no time for preparation. So it was it. I just had to make the decision and not think about it. Just yeah. go, go, go sell your house, say goodbye, go. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I realized how much I just pushed all that down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I mean, it really did for both of them, for anybody that moves, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's hard. Like if you, if there's a place you love with a lot of friends and it's hard, it's a hard move. You come over here. We, we just got done with winter, which was awful for your first, first time ever. It's hard to do. I, I everyone I talked about winter. It's hard period, but your first one's always like a really tricky one. Cause you don't know what to expect. In the middle of a pandemic that it's we've crazy. never done before. It's crazy. Uh-huh. So there's, there's emotions everywhere with everything, but I think we, we have, everyone's got their own thing. My, my thing and your thing too is the moving thing right on top mm-hmm. of everything else and so i honestly when i left san diego i was like bye like i just i would go see people i'd say goodbye and that'd be it right mm-hmm. and i a lot of people would like give me gifts or cards i didn't 
didn't deal with it. Shoved it all in that backpack. Oh. Went on with my life, right? Okay. Left, knew it was there, got here, super emotional about being here, missing them, didn't want to read it. Well, I'm going through my backpack, I opened up my passport. Oh, geez. And as I'm there, I'm like, oh my God, there's all of these cards and gifts that people had given me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I've been super homesick because we haven't seen anybody for months. And I'm like, you know what? Like, this will probably help. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. This will probably be beneficial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> will it? Will it, will, though? Will it make you miss your friends less? Yeah. Will it make you feel good knowing how much people love you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> <laughs> it did not. It uh, fucked me up yeah. so bad. Mm. It fucked me. I was, I was crying. I was just a mess. Mm-hmm. I I one million percent wish I never opened those cards. And part of me thought about it. That's part of me good. was like, let me just throw all these out. Throw these the gifts I probably would have kept because they don't they're not sentimental. But like a, a handwritten note, and I guess a lot of different emotions. I was going through a lot of different range of emotions. Uh, a lot of them were so happy. Yeah. And I've been in like we don't really talk about it a lot, but I've been in a pretty bad headspace now for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, with everything that we've just talked about. It's just been a very, and like these cards were so optimistic. It was like, this is the beginning of your new life and things are really looking up for you now. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, I feel miserable. Mm. But these cards, I almost feel like a fraud, almost a little bit. Like I let, almost like I let everybody down. Like this was going to be my new beginning over here. And yay, yay me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You with me on that? Yeah. So here's the part. That, 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 was, that was all hard. Here's the one part, though, that's like I want to run past this show because y'all know. Y'all know how I be. Podcast number three or four, five, I don't know, a while ago. I need closure with every person in my life. And if I don't get it, it like gnaws away at me. You fixate on it. Fixate on it. Yeah. Hate it. Hate unresolved issues. Mm-hmm. Hate it. One of these cards was from the woman that I, the, the one that I, I, I was in the, un, what the are we, first one, the first one, okay. the first one that I, I, the first girl that I dated, in case you're new to our podcast, uh, shortly met us about six months after I, got divorced or got separated. I was still going through my divorce. I met this woman who was mm-hmm. in a very similar situation mm-hmm. and she, we just, it, it was like, we're just, it just clicked. And then for better or worse, I guess the end was for the worst. We were just like super into each other mm-hmm. and just fell for each other super fast, but we weren't ready for it. And both of you guys were in a really bad situation. So sometimes when people are in those kind of situations, you cling on to someone else that's also just as a sure. cha- chaotic and hectic situation and you guys are going through it together. We related. We so knew exactly what it felt like. Yeah. Neither of us could be public. It's before I was public on the radio about it. So mm-hmm. Just it was so many unhealthy things. Neither of us were ready, but like we both just relied on one another, but we both weren't ready to rely on one another. But we definitely had this bond of like nothing I've ever felt. Now, in hindsight, I know that a lot of situations, the first person you meet post marriage, you have this like strange 
connection with because you haven't had one in so long. Yeah, it's just like when you lose your virginity. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like that. It's it's kind of it's the same thing. Exactly. It, that means so much to you, and that that relationship will always mean so much to me. But we just had too much, both of us issues, too many issues that weren't resolved yet mm-hmm. um, with ourselves and with our relationships. So it just didn't work out. With that came a whole lot of drama then, right? Yeah. Because we just weren't ready. Y'all, I read this card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like the biggest piece of shit on the face of the earth. Why? Because through it all, she was always super supportive. And I feel like... I just never quite took it seriously enough. Okay. Thinking that maybe she would always be there. Now, in hindsight, I know that her and I are not compatible, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't be. But I got to tell you, even here we are, same conversation of like, I, it ended pretty abruptly right after that. Yeah. And it ended in a very, hands up in the air that's it situation Mm -hmm. where like I there's so many things that I want to say to her knowing that like I'm not even looking for anything romantic anymore but just as someone that like I genuinely I loved her so deeply yeah even just for what she gave me in that time period and things that we heard i went through some really crazy shit together that i've never talked about i just want to have one more conversation but how did the last thing go didn't she ask you to leave her alone basically she said just don't don't talk to me exactly but i feel like Mm. really you really don't want to talk again you never want to have contact with me again. No, I... God, I just... Sorry. <laughs> had to break it up a little bit. I've, oh, I was sad. No. I, I so It was like a big part of my sadness in my life. Of course. Because yeah. I was like, holy shit. There's yes. so many things that I wish I could say to you. Like, if I knew that was me the last time we ever talked, mm-hmm. I would have done it completely differently. Yeah. I'm getting sad over here right now. Man, you're going to be sad for days now over this shit. It's all your fault. It's not. <laughs> no, I, I'm, just, I'm actually kind of glad a few weeks have gone by because I, I would have been a mess. Mm-hmm. I just want to have one more conversation with her. Just to apologize, if not anything, mm-hmm. just to apologize. Because she did mean so much to me. Yeah. And I, at this point, being this far removed from her, like I take full responsibility Cause like y'all, I was I was like playing around a little bit, you know what I mean? Like even though I said I was like casual, which I was, and I wasn't really ready to be in a relationship, you know, I should have like been mature enough to let her go, mm-hmm. knowing that like it wasn't gonna work out. But instead, I didn't want to because I loved her. I was hoping that one day it could work out, mm-hmm. and it just got so bad towards the end. I just wish I could have one more conversation. <laughs> so, with that said. Do I? No. 
if I'm coming in, because but when y'all saw me last time, it was heated. I was like, bah, 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 you know, like, yeah. how dare she try to say she don't want to have contact with me? Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, fuck. I just wish if I if I only knew if I, I truly only knew that was going to be the last time I ever talked to her. Yeah, I would have done so differently. And it almost feels like she died. Mm-hmm. It almost feels and it, it almost feels like she died. And you're again, still you're still in the mourning period. That's okay. Is it though? It's been fucking forever. That's all right. It's been like longer than we actually talked for. You know. And again, I I truly honestly do not think as much as I love her, and I always love. There always be a place in my heart for this girl. Mm-hmm. As crazy as it got there for a while. Always will care about this girl. She called me today and said, oh my God, my car broke down over here in California, but I'll be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just one of those kind of relationships. I always have an appreciation for her. Mm-hmm. But God, if I could just have one more conversation with that woman. Just to like clear the air because she did mean that much to me. Mm-hmm. But my ex-wife, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care if we ever talk again. Honestly. Mm-hmm. But this one, I'm like, you also feel that way three years removed, and I, I don't I don't know if you could say that maybe not. if you were in maybe the same not. position. Yeah, maybe not. But that's how you feel when you've given yourself time. So we just leave it shitty Can forever, I? forever. You know, I'm, I'm genuinely asking now. Like, do we just leave it shitty forever, and that's just it? Like that's that's I always got to like live with that because I don't. I'm not doing well with this, man. Hmm. Um. It's a. I think because how she asked you. Not even ask you. She told you. She told you to leave her alone. And you don't know where she is in her life and how she's feeling. And I would hate for you to reach out and say what you need to say. Because, like you said, there's no intention of anything happening. And then you make her have to go through. You make her take 10 steps back in whatever healing process or healing stage that she's in. And... I understand that you need you say that you need closure with everything and everyone, but I f- but I feel like sometimes there are certain situations where you have to take it as a learning experience and understand that just because you want something doesn't mean that it's good for you and that it's going to do you, do you any good. And I say that because my situation was similar with my ex-boyfriend and one of the hardest toxic, chaotic things that I've ever gone through. And the way we ended was like that too. And that is sad because there were so many other things within that. Just because it was that terrible doesn't mean everything was all bad. And we grew up together. And I think that's why when you tell me your situation, like one of the reasons why we were so connected was because both of us were tornadoes. And when you're two tornadoes, you need someone, you just want someone in there with you, whether they're good for you or not. And sometimes it's easy to go through it. Sometimes it's easy to be a bad person and treat yourself badly when you're with someone that's doing the same thing. And there will never be like, even if you have that conversation with her, like think about how you felt reading those cards. It'll, it'll feel like that, but even 10 times more but will worse. It it, yeah, it will. Because the way that I'm, the way I see it is I'm thinking in hindsight. Mm-hmm. If she were to reach out to me today. Dude, you're going to hear her voice and like that shit is going to like. But like in a good way, right? No. Like if we can have a, if, if with, we can have a mature conversation. With the space that you're in right now. And I think that's another thing too. I, I understand that you're having a hard time, but for you to fail, for you to feel when you said that I feel like I failed people, 
I don't want you to feel that way. And I hate that you feel that way. And again, there's nothing, there's nothing I can do to control that, but you didn't, you are not failing anyone like you. I think part of you leaving, no, you're not part of you leaving and starting new. Like the reason why it's so hard right now is because you left a life that you had in San Diego and like right now you're shedding skin and that and change is hard and getting rid of all that shit is going to be hard and it's not going to feel good. And just because you don't feel good right now doesn't mean that you are not on your way to being the strongest and best version of yourself. Like I feel like I was finally getting there though. I feel like I was a pretty damn good version of myself. I no, do. but no, but th- okay. I think again, when you are going, when you, when you are in a space that you are in right now, all you're focusing on is the sunshine. And you're not thinking about all the yeah, bullshit. There was a lot of bullshit. There was a lot fair. of bullshit. You were doing yeah. you were doing a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And you don't see that bullshit right now because right now you look outside and it's all gloomy outside and you don't have anybody here. Yeah. That's why you only see the sunshine and you're looking through rose colored glasses when that's not it. Right. And so right now you're having a hard time, but it it is the hardest thing when you're working on yourself and you remove all of the shit. That shouldn't have been in your life because that was like, that was like, it was, you were just eating candy all the freaking time. So right now you're detoxing. That's why it feels like you can't breathe right now because you are finally starting to do the things that you need to do for yourself and being a good person on your way to like it. Things are going to be so good for you right now, but we moved in a really hard fucking time. You don't know anybody right now. You're still getting comfortable. It's you've never moved in a situation like this. You've never moved without a partner. There's all these things that are new to you and that's why it feels very 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 hard, but you don't have the unnecessary things to lean on to distract you. That's why it feels crazy right now. Okay. Yeah. But if you take 10 steps backwards trying to latch on to something that is going to to you in your mind that's going to be some sort of like immediate fix the same shit we talked about today on the show how people think once you get a vaccine oh my god everything is going to be so good i can't wait you think by talking to her oh my god i'm going to feel so much better that's exactly what i needed no that's not what you need you have to learn how to let things go and it may not be on your own terms but you have to learn how to do that and that's really hard to do. That's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It never, doesn't matter that you're still in mourning, dude. Like, it doesn't matter. I guess the fact that I, like, will I always feel terrible about how this thing ended? Like, will I always have this sense of, like, fuck, like, Well, you have to forgive. You, no, I mean, you know, you have to forgive yourself and you haven't done that yet. And that's a process that I don't think you are focusing on right now. Right now you're focusing on, like, if I just said these things to her, then I would feel better than blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, for, for both of our sakes. Not just me, but like for her. I hate how she must feel in hindsight. I don't think I could see it when I was so close to it. Yeah. But now that I'm removed from it, I'm like, that probably fucking was terrible. Yes, but she was also doing things on her own, too, and going through her own situation as well and you don't know what she's dealing with right now you don't know what she's going through and I think there's so many other moving parts in her situation that are not in yours and so like if you go in there like what is that gonna do I don't know also too, think about this way you feel so bad about how she's feeling right now but then if you go back and try to bring up old feelings, like, doesn't that, aren't you still doing the same thing? So then you're going to make her deal with this all over again. Aren't I, you doing no, what you me, don't want to do anymore? For me, it's like, 
we'll get it all out and then it's done. Then it's like a, a closure. That's what you the, think. The things have been said. And I, I would hope that'd be the conversation we could have to where we both kind of talk about things and we, we apologize, you know, for our sides of it. We forgive ourselves for the other stuff and then we move on. That's I, what I would want. Maybe maybe that kind of conversation could happen three years down the road, Damn. but not, not when it's been so soon. Because didn't I tell you what I wanted? Didn't I tell you to leave me alone? Oh, so you're going to do the opposite of what I said because that's not what you want to do? Oh, okay. Tight. All right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's the right thing to do. That should make me sad, though. It's all right. It's fine. All right. If you want to hop in this conversation, do you think one more call, just one more reach out with all good intent will be the right move to make? If my ex-boyfriend reached out to me right now, I'd be pissed. But it's different. It's not. It's different. It's not. Yeah, it's different. That's it's what different. that's that's what you think, Claire. 855 Kramer Jess. 855 Kramer Jess. I just wonder if just one one more phone call. One more text message. Hey, what's up? <laughs> one more email. Mm-mm. I think I think I'm blocked and everything but email. Just one email. That's funny. So is my ex-boyfriend. Hmm. How similar. All right, well. Don't, we, do, don't do it. I don't know. Don't do it. I'm going to make my mind up by next week, so you better call. 855-Kramer-Jess. Oh, man. I, I got to like swallow it or move on. I can't just sit here in this weird question mark forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> 855-Kramer-Jess. 855-Kramer-Jess. Call us. Come back to this next week. How long do you think this lunch is going to be today? <laughs> it can only be an hour. <laughs> Jess and I are going to lunch with their boss, and they're always very long. My fault, too, though. We, Him and I are, are talkers, and... Both of them, they're like, so why do you think la 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 la? And then the sky is blue, but is it no purple? No today. Nope. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We appreciate you for being here. If you're new, thanks so much for checking it out. If you've been here for 20 whatever episodes, love you. Um, we have got our own podcast and social media. We'd love for you to follow us at Jessica. What we got? You can listen to my podcast, Low Key, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's everywhere, I guess. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. You can go on my Instagram. What is that? That was Stu. That's Stu. Where happened to our podcast? I think I deleted our podcast bed accidentally. The music? Yeah. Follow me on IG. Oh, here it goes. Ooh, at Just Do It, J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T. I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram. I have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy. You can listen to that. And we'll see you back here next week. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna? How about? Are you gonna say your decision next week after we listen to the voicemails? Yeah, that's good. I think because I think most people are gonna say I should probably do it. I think you may be odd man out here. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 